when we sit down and have lunch, we don't just switch off. We might start talking about different things, um, sharing uh, different things we've got going on in our personal lives, but we keep coming back to what we're working on in the business. And, and maybe a, one of us will get a, a harebrained idea and we'll say, hey, you know, imagine if we did something like that. What would that be like? And we just start thinking, or imagine if we did this, what would that be like? And over the course of several days, the magic of this kind of brainstorming really starts to happen in a big, big way because we are regularly coming back and we're kind of bouncing ideas off one another. You're listening to The Growth Birth, the show focused on achieving lifestyle freedom through online businesses. Whether you're looking for step-by-step strategies to start building an online business, simple game plans to grow your business, or proven lifestyle freedom frameworks, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the thousands of listeners already in growth mode. Welcome to episode number 63 of The Growth Booth. I am Aiden Booth and in this episode we're going to be talking about why I believe old school face-to-face meetings will crush Zoom meetings or virtual calls every single time. I think there's a special kind of magic that can happen at uh, in-person face-to-face meetings that is pretty hard to replicate with with virtual meetings and I'm saying this on the back of just uh, being in a face-to-face meeting with business partners and some of my team uh, in Las Vegas and this is something that we try to do in our business multiple times per year. We normally do it four or five times per year and we do it so frequently because the payoff and the benefit of doing such is huge and it massively outweighs the costs associated, not just in terms of dollars, but also in terms of time that we put into going to these in-person meetings. So I want to share some thoughts with you about that uh, and and why I believe uh, that's the case uh, in this episode here today. And if you're someone who's got a business partner and you're not in the same place as your business partner, then I think you should pay close attention to this because I think it's an easy way that you can um, get a lot better results uh, in your business. If you don't have a business partner, then I think that this is still something that you can uh, think about because I I think you can replicate a lot of what we do in these uh, meetings on your own if you want to as well, just by wearing the different hats uh, as it were in your business and putting on your CEO hat and locking yourself away uh, for a couple of days to think about the bigger picture and to do strategic planning. So this is not only for people who have got business partners. So as I mentioned, I've just been to Las Vegas, probably my 10th time, I want to say, uh, in Las Vegas. And, um, you know, it's a place that um, I've got a lot of fond memories of. I actually even almost sort of uh, temporarily lived in Las Vegas for a period of time for about six weeks in the Vidara uh, Hotel up behind the Cosmopolitan. And that was Amazing. Uh, this time I was staying in the Cosmopolitan right on the strip and um, that's a, a, a beautiful hotel and it was just perfect for what we needed. Now, the first thing I'll say is one of the reasons we try to meet in uh, different places and not just um, you know, in Steve's office, Steve is my business partner, or in my office here in Buenos Aires, is because I think it allows you to disconnect from the day-to-day distractions that you have in your life if you are in the place where you live. You're in a new place. 
I think that also breeds uh, creativity um, and it adds a little bit of excitement and enjoyment and fun uh, to the meetings, which I think goes a long way to making them uh, as productive as they can be. And Las Vegas uh, especially is, is, like I say, something that um, I've got a lot of fond memories around. And um, I'll tell you a, a tip a little bit later about how uh, if you are traveling to Las Vegas, you can get a huge um, upgrade uh, in your room. Uh, and I think you'll be pretty uh, blown away at how I've been able to do this uh, over and over again in, in Las Vegas. Um, so stick around, keep listening to hear about that. So there are lots of benefits that you get from an in-person meeting. I'm thinking uh, along the lines of you know more focused engagement um, attention to detail. These are things that are pretty hard to replicate with virtual meetings. And it's also hard to do a full day, you know, six hours, let's say, of virtual meetings on a computer, whereas it's quite easy to do that uh, if you're meeting with someone in person. There's a lot of nonverbal communication that happens uh, in every conversation or interaction that you have with someone. And sometimes, this nonverbal communication is pretty important and it's especially the case if you are building a relationship with someone or you don't know someone uh, that well. So I think um, in instances like that, uh, it, it, it's just uh, impossible to beat being in person. I think it's more effective for brainstorming and problem solving and I'll share some reasons why I believe this to be the case uh, shortly. Team building, uh, relationships, building rapport, uh, a chance for networking and just having fun. Uh, and these trips that I do to meet with my partners uh, and the money that I invest in this is not uh, insignificant. I mean, uh, just getting me and some of my team uh, to Las Vegas, I mean, it would have been in excess of $20,000. But that's something that I am absolutely certain is going to come back to me, you know, 10 times over, 100 times over, um, potentially, in, you know, an infinite number of times over because um, – we are able to achieve things in those meetings that we just otherwise wouldn't have been able to to achieve in, in any other way. So the way that we typically run our meetings, and again, if you're not meeting with someone to talk about this, you could still uh, set aside a day or two for yourself and work through all of this uh, on your own, thinking about your own life and your own business. But the way that we tend to structure our in-person meetings is – we typically start uh, in the morning. It might be at about 9 a.m. And that gives us a little bit of time to you know, get up, maybe get a gym workout in, uh, have breakfast, and then get together and, and start the day. And from 9 a.m., we'll work through until around about lunchtime. Uh, and then we'll have lunch together. And then we'll come back in and get another few hours done, maybe from 1 p.m. till about 4 p.m. Uh, after lunch. And then we'll have some chill-out time from about 4 p.m. through until 6, 6.30, uh, at which time we'll head out to dinner in, in a restaurant somewhere or we'll do something like that. So over the course of the day, we are together probably seven, eight hours, nine hours sometimes because the time we have where we're not in a formal meeting, where instead we are you know, having lunch with one another, um, sitting down to have dinner together. This is often where the conversation continues and gets really creative and some of our best ideas come about. And I think one of the reasons why uh, in-person meetings or just even just if you're not meeting with someone, sitting down on your own, uh, locking yourself aside in a different place to think about your business, one of the reasons 
that the magic happens is because you are regularly uh, engaging your brain and thinking about whatever it is uh, that's going on in your business. So, um, you know, we'll probably start the day and we'll, we'll go through uh, the finances, the, the P&L statement and the forecast for whatever business that we're diving into. We'll talk about the different marketing activities that we're doing, the ones that are working really well, the ones that are not. Uh, we'll try to see if there's any opportunities for us to double down on things that are working well and if there are any gaps that we need to to fill so thinking bigger is a big part of all of this getting partner alignment is a big part of it and that long-term planning thinking thinking about and coming back to what is the vision what is the objective for the next five years ten years and so on and so forth and this is a structure that we sort of work through for each of the businesses this episode is brought to you by Cartsy. Cartsy is an all-in-one e-commerce shopping platform that can help you build an e-commerce business in record time. It provides you with all the bells and whistles that you need to get started selling your own products online. And it's incredibly easy to use, built for newbies who want to grow an online business without all the hassles and headaches that come with other shopping platforms. If you'd like to learn more about Cartsy and take advantage of a special offer that we've set up and I can do that because I'm actually the owner of Cartsy, then head over to thegrowthbooth.com forward slash Cartsy, that's spelt C-A-R-T-Z-Y, that's thegrowthbooth.com forward slash Cartsy, and get more information about how we can help you build an e-commerce business and how you can unlock the power of Cartsy today. Now back over to the episode. Getting back to what I was mentioning a moment ago, when we sit down and have lunch, we don't just switch off. We might start talking about different things, um, sharing uh, different things we've got going on in our personal lives, but we keep coming back to what we're working on in the business. And, and maybe a, one of us will get a, a harebrained idea and we'll say, hey, you know, imagine if we did something like that. What would that be like? And we just start thinking, or imagine if we did this, what would that be like? And over the course of several days, the magic of this kind of brainstorming really starts to happen in a big, big way because we are regularly coming back and we're kind of bouncing ideas off one another. Now, admittedly, that's something that's going to be more difficult to do uh, if you're on your own uh, doing you know, a, a couple of days of, of strategic planning. But when you're with a partner, or even if it's not a business partner, a friend who you can talk to about your business, this is the kind of thing that just starts happening. And these are where the ideas uh, and uh, plans come about which uh, make the cost of getting together, and I'm just not just talking about the financial costs, I'm talking about the time costs as well, of getting together or locking aside time to have these meetings almost insignificant. Uh, so, um, you know, I'll, I'll happily, you know, have five of these in-person meetings uh, a year because I know how valuable they are to my business. And, you know, they, they have to bring probably, you know, $100,000 worth of value. Um, otherwise, I'd be losing money on them. But I've got absolutely zero doubt that they, that they do that. So we're together for a longer period of time. There's a natural flow of conversations. We can uh, read each other's body language and we can revisit conversations, not just uh you know, not just get our ideas and thoughts across in a 30-minute window, but we can keep coming back and revisiting things over and over again uh, over the course of a few days, and it's very uh, dynamic. Now, um, 
I've shared how I went to Las Vegas. I've shared how, you know, I like to get together in a unique place because I think that really breeds creativity and gets you thinking outside the, the box. But this is something that can also be done on the cheap. You don't need to travel to, uh, some, you know, exotic destination. Uh, you don't have to, uh, go somewhere completely new. So sometimes in Buenos Aires, I do something similar and it doesn't have to be Buenos Aires. It could be anywhere I am in the world, but I'll do what I call a, a disconnect day where I completely disconnect from the computer and I will spend time thinking about different projects that I've got on. And, uh, you can do that anywhere you are. So I think the key, uh, Reflection and the key thought that I've got for you about this idea around old school uh, in-person meetings crushing Zoom calls is more about locking aside time to think and work on your business, ideally with a business partner if you have one. Otherwise, it's the kind of thing that you can do by yourself, but it doesn't have to be an extravagant place. It's more important that you are blocking aside uh, the, you know, the, the, the daily routine and all the distractions that you may have in your daily routine. So I mentioned uh, earlier that I was going to share you, share with you a, a tip uh, about how to get uh, some pretty impressive upgrades at hotels in Las Vegas. So I'm going to leave you with this here today. Anytime I go to Las Vegas, when I'm doing my check-in, I will ask the uh, the person who is helping me with my check-in if there are any uh, upgrades available, if there are any better rooms available, and I'll have maybe like a $100 bill uh, sitting uh, on the counter uh, with sort of while I'm asking this, and I will sort of slide this across to them. And the person who's checking me in will not take that $100 if they can't do anything for me. But if they can uh, help me out, and if they can say, yes, Mr. Booth, we've got uh, a much better room available, blah, 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 that, you know, they will, they will actually go ahead and do that. So in Las Vegas, the scenario was I got to my hotel at about 8 a.m. in the morning. I couldn't check into my room until about 3 p.m. And I really wanted to get into my room. I traveled for about 24 hours to, to get to Las Vegas. Uh, and I just needed to get into my room to freshen up so that I could then start, uh, start my day. And I did this check-in trick that I'm sharing with you, and I slid, um, I think it was $100 uh, on the counter, and I said, look, you know, I'm, I know I'm here um, a long time before check-in, but I wanted to ask if you could get me into a room. And by the way, she had already told me prior to this that my room wasn't going to be available until 3 p.m. I wanted to see if, you know, if there's anything that can be done to get me into a room. Maybe there's a different style of room uh, available that you can help me out with. And then she magically started um, getting on the phone to people, uh, digging into the computer system. And as it turned out, for my $100 tip that I gave her, she upgraded me to one of the best rooms in the hotel. And I was able to get into it immediately. And she also gave me, this is the most bizarre thing, she gave me a $200 credit for using in the restaurants around the hotel. So that $100 um, out-of-pocket tip actually turned into a $100 profit because I got a $200 uh, voucher to use uh, throughout the resort. So it's just, and this is not uh, a one-off thing. When I was in Las Vegas, uh, another time when I was actually staying there for six weeks, I was in the Vidara uh, Hotel up behind the Cosmopolitan. I did the same thing. This time though, because I was there for such a long time, I think I may have slid $200 across. And um, in that instance, the, the guy that was there gave me a daily uh, $20 breakfast voucher. Uh, and remember, I was there for six weeks. Gave me a daily $20 breakfast voucher, a much bigger room, 
in a better position with better views and I can't remember what else. Uh, oh, yeah, the um, premium Wi-Fi because oftentimes in these resorts you'll get the general Wi-Fi, but there's also a chance to get premium Wi-Fi as well. So I got the premium Wi-Fi free of charge, which would have been another $10 a day. So I can't remember an instance where I've paid and haven't ended up getting significantly more back uh, from it because I think these people, if they can't reciprocate, um, they don't take your money. Uh, so anyway, if you are traveling to Las Vegas uh, at any time in the future, that might be something you want to use because I think it's a pretty cool way to get a win-win uh, deal going on at the time of checkout. And if there are specific requests that you've got, like I needed to get into a room early, uh, you can use those or maybe you want to have a late uh, checkout. And you can always sort of um, ambiguously, vaguely uh, pass uh, the ball over to the person who's doing the check-in and say, you know, I just wondered if there's anything you can uh, do for me. I'm, I'm trying to such and such. Uh, in my case, I was trying to get into a room quickly, which she'd already told me wasn't available. Uh, so um, anyway, uh, that's a little uh, story that I thought I would uh, share with you there to wrap up this uh, episode. And uh, like I've been saying, I think the power of in-person meetings absolutely crushes Zoom calls every single time. Test it out for yourself, and if you don't have a business partner, lock aside some time to do a bit of planning and see how that get how, how you get on with that when you're able to sit down, uh, make time to think about the bigger picture in your business. That's a wrap for this episode. I will see you in the next episode of the Growth Booth, where we're going to be talking about the gold rush that's happening right now with niche websites. That's going to be an episode that you will not want to miss. I'll see you in the next episode.